Praise the Lord, and thank you for joining us at the Upper Room Church. Listen in as Pastor Johnson teaches the Word of God, gives us encouragement, and midweek refuel to run this spiritual race. Tonight's lesson will be entitled, The Millennial Reign of Christ. So, you that got the word, let's get right into it. Uh, I'm, I'm, in, I'm in the book of Isaiah, Church of Old Testament, the book of Isaiah. And so, uh, Isaiah uh, 65, Isaiah 65. And this particular chapter is dealing with the millennium, the millennium reign. You know, when the Lord comes, we're going to reign a thousand years. You remember, we just got out of the book of Revelation. Thank God for you all that hung in there with me. Uh, you, uh, the duration of the time that it took us to get through this book. You all hung in there. You all paid the price and, uh, and came away with a, a wealth of knowledge about what's going to happen to us in the, in the future. So many things i like to share with you all that I just don't have time with. But our world, I said time and time again, our world's in trouble. And uh, everything is lining up to start. I put it this way, the stars are lining up and getting on the line uh, for the coming of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Things are lining up uh, for things that we read in Revelation to take place. And uh, so much bad news. So I reflect back and thought about, uh, let's think about some good news. What's going, what the Lord got in store for us uh, in the future. And the book of Isaiah goes along with uh, the book of Revelation. And so uh, the Lord let Isaiah see this before John, the revelator, wrote it in the book of Revelation. So Isaiah saw it uh, years and years before uh, John the revelator came on the scene. Now, Isaiah is called the uh, eagle-eyed prophet. Y'all, I don't know if you heard it that way before. He's the eagle-eyed prophet. What do you mean by the eagle eye? God gave him insight to look way down the telescope of time, way down the road before things actually happened. Isaiah saw them in the making. And he wrote these things as though uh, they were right around the corner. So he's an eagle eyed prophet. He he foresaw uh, Jesus' birth uh, in the book of Isaiah, the ninth chapter, uh, before Jesus was born. In the book of Matthew, the New Testament book, Isaiah saw all of that and, uh, and, and much of a prophecy about Jesus. Isaiah saw it and he wrote it even before Jesus uh, came into the world as a little bit of baby. So that's why they called him the eagle eye prophet. He looked down the telescope of time and saw these things uh, getting ready to come into the making. And so here in, in uh, Isaiah 65, he saw the millennium, you know, in, in Revelation, what we read, we talk about the thousand-year reign of Christ. We talk about the millennium. Isaiah saw the millennium uh, that John talked about in Revelation. And so, so much bad stuff is going on, bad news. I just wanted to read a little bit of good news, what it's going to be like when, I, when we get with Jesus. I can't wait. I can't wait to get with him and enjoy my new life. We're looking forward. We, we're experiencing right now so much bad uh, things going on in our world. So uh, give me something to look forward to is this book of Revelation and this, this chapter Isaiah we're about to read now, 65. Now, what I'm going to do, I'm going to read it in my living Bible. 
and I'll and as I change verses, I'll let you know. So you'll be seeing it in the King James, but I'm going to read it in the Living Bible. It's going to break it down just a little bit uh, plainer, okay? Uh, chapter 65, Isaiah chapter 65, and I entitled this little reading we got this evening. I'm not going to read the whole chapter 65. I'm going to start at verse number 11 with when it really gets down into it. God is telling the children of Israel and those that are uh, that that that's not doing his will, uh, what their life is going to be like versus the ones that love him and serve him during millennium time, uh, what their life is going to be like. You remember the millennium of uh, the thousand year reign of Christ, we're going to the Lord is not going to really just rapture us out of here and take us immediately to heaven. We're going to live on the earth a thousand years. You remember that reading. And during those thousand years, of Satan going to be bound in chains where he won't be there to bother us uh, uh, until after the thousand years are finished. And then, you know, we get into the, the battle of Armageddon after the thousand years in the war. And the Antichrist and Mark are the beast of 666, all that kind of stuff after after uh, the millennium time. The millennium time is really our time to enjoy peace on earth and goodwill toward men. God's going to let us enjoy uh, this earth uh, before he uh, do away with the wicked. And chapter 65 going to talk a little bit about it. Okay, y'all ready? Let's jump in. I'm going to start reading at verse number 11. And as I change verses, I'll, I'll say it. So you, you can read in your but It's just plain a little bit Chapter, chapter 65, verse 11. Check this out. The Lord talking to the children here. He said, but because the rest of you have forsaken the Lord and have forgotten his temple, and because you have uh, a prepared feast to the honor, uh, to honor the God of faith, and have offered mixed wine to the God of destiny. So what's going on here is the children of Israel some of them have uh they've forgotten the Lord. The Lord said you've forgotten the Lord and uh and you have forgotten his temple. People forgetting all of they forgot the yes, they forgot the temple, they forget all about the church. Folks don't want to do church anymore. They've forgotten the Lord, forgotten the temple. And the Lord says, Because you have prepared a feast unto the God of faith. So what he's saying is you 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 prepared a feast uh to the God of faith and uh you have made Make drinks to the God of destiny, and you just you just doing the wrong thing, and so you, you're going about it the wrong way. Uh, when you get into worshiping idol, idol gods, and things that can't save you. Verse number twelve says, "Now I will I will destine you for the sword. All of you will bow down before the executor. For when I call." You did not answer. When I spoke, you did not listen. You deliberately, deliberately, uh, that's a tongue twister, you deliberately sinned uh, before my very eyes and chose to do what you know I despise. That's verse number 12. So what the Lord is telling Israel is that you are, you destined for the sword. So the, the unbelievers, the unbelievers in this world, and uh, those that don't accept our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, the Lord said, you are destined 
You are destined for the sword. You are destined to be uh, uh, done away with kill. God's going to do away with the wicked. So he said, you are destined for the sword. And, and, and all you will bow down before the executor. And executor is going to be the Lord God Almighty. He's going to execute the wicked because they took him. And the Lord said, when I called you, you did not answer. And, and God is calling. Believe me, God is calling me, you, your family, my family. He's calling all the men of the world, all the women of the world. But they, they're not answering. They're so into what they're into, they can't hear God. Uh, so much distract, distraction is going on that they can't hear God. So he said, you didn't, you didn't, I called you and you didn't answer. And when I spoke, you, you did not listen. You delivered it. Uh, 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 did what you did uh, before my eyes and chose to do what you know I despise. So there are some things that God actually hates. There are some things that our Lord and Savior actually despise. And we as God's people, let's make sure we don't do the things that God hates and despises. If the Lord don't like that, he's not well with that. Let's, we got to make sure that we try our very best to please him. I don't want to do the things that displease him. I strive to do the things that do. Verse number 13 says, therefore, this is what the uh, the sovereign Lord said. Now, because he did all things, notice this, verse 13. This is what the sovereign Lord said. My servant will eat. I'll talk to his people. But you will starve. This is the Lord. He's showing those that did not accept him and the those that did accept him, he's showing you similarity, the, the differences in your life and the life of those that accepted the Lord. So he said, therefore, this is what the sovereign God said, my servant will eat. That'll be us, y'all, but you will starve. Verse, the next one said, my servant will drink, but you will be thirsty. Thank you, Lord, right there. I just throw my hands up and said, Lord, I thank you for that. My servant will rejoice. But you will be sad and ashamed. That's what the Lord is telling the people. Uh, this is what the way it's going to be during millennium time. People will be living during millennium time. And this is what God said. My servant is going to drink. My servant is going to eat. But you're going to starve and you're going to be thirsty. Lord, I thank you for being a provider for your people. Somebody say, oh, Lord, Lord, I thank you for being that provider. And uh, my servant are going to be rejoicing, but you're going to be sad and you're going to be ashamed. Verse 14 says, my servant will sing for joy, but you will cry in sorrow and despair. Oh, I feel so sorry for the unsaved. I feel so sorry for them. They don't know what's up, up the road and what's coming their way. My servant will be singing for joy, but the people that the unbeliever will be crying for sorrow and despair. Verse 15 says, Your name will be a curse word among my people. Now that's something to think about right there. My, 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 the Lord said, Your name, see, the Bible said the name of the wicked shall rot. And uh, the Lord said right here to the people during millennium time, Your name will be a curse word among my people. So when you think about the unsaved, uh, Unsaved man, unsaved woman, unsaved boy, girl, during millennium time, your name, and they bring your name up, 
your name would be just like an old cuss word, old four-letter cuss word people say. Uh, when you bring up old Charlie, old Charlie, that's when your name going to be just like an old, old uh, four-letter cuss word. So he said, your name will be a, a, a curse word among my people. For the sovereign Lord will destroy you and will call his true servant, and he will call his true servant by another name. So during millennium time, whatever your name is, uh, you know, the Bible says when we go, we go to heaven, we're going to get a new name. During millennium time, we're going to have a new name. Uh, my name is Thomas, but during millennium time, the reign with Christ on earth a thousand years, uh, I don't know what the name is going to be, but it's going to be a new name. God's going to pass out, call all of us back. We're going to be renamed. See, we, these are earthly names that we have now. Billy, Sally, Joe, Pete, you know, these are earthly names. God's going to give us, he's going to name us. And it's going to be a beautiful name. So uh, my servant is going to be called by another name. So verse 16, all who invoke a blessing or take an oath will do so by the God of truth. For I will put aside my anger and forget the evil of early days. So the Lord said in verse 16, said, all who invoke a blessing. And I don't know about you all, uh, they're going to invoke a, a blessing. Uh, they're going to do so by the God of truth. So I, I invoke blessings now. I invoke blessings in my life. Lord, uh, 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 bless me, bless my family, bless my friends, my, my relatives. We got to learn to invoke a blessing. You know, I speak a blessing into your life. I speak blessings into my life. All good things going to happen to you. Good things going to happen to her, him, and me. Good thing. I invoke a blessing. That's what the Living Bible said called it. I invoke a blessing. Or, or take a note. You're going to do it. Uh, uh, do it so by the God of truth. So I invoke blessings into our lives by the God of truth. Then he goes on to say, for well, I will put away my anger and forget the evil of the early days. God's going to forget all about the former things of be living in a new heaven and a new earth right here on earth. There was John said, I saw new Jerusalem come down. There's new heaven and new earth. Verse 17 says, look, I am creating new heaven and new earth, and no one will even think about the old ones anymore. Just think about that. People think this world, and there are some people... They, they might be in love with this world. Oh, but the Bible says during millennium time, we won't even think about this old world because we're going to be enjoying the new one. The new one got so many great opportunities, so many lessons of God within it. We won't even think about this old world. Somebody, I'm going to leave this old world behind. And you won't even think about it. So the Lord says you won't even think about the old one anymore. Verse 18, be glad. Rejoice forevermore in my creation. And look, I will create Jerusalem as a place of happiness. Uh, her people will be a source of joy. So God's going to create a new Jerusalem, new earth, new heaven, new Jerusalem, and it's going to be a place of happiness. Now, this right here, we all have to, we all can occur to this, that this world is not a place of happiness. We, we, we happy one minute, we sad the next minute something going on, violence going on, and always something every day that calls us to uh, not be happy. But Jerusalem will be will be created a place of happiness 
her people will be a source of joy. Check out verse number 19. We'll read all the way down to the 20th verse there to close it out. Uh, verse 19. I will rejoice over Jerusalem and delight in my people. And the sound of weeping and crying will be heard in it no more. See, that's what the Lord said in the new heaven and the new earth, the new millennium, the thousand year. Uh, the, 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 the sound of weeping. We sang that song. There will be no more weeping, no more wailing. Uh, and I thank God for it. No more weeping, no more wailing. So he said the sound of weeping. Oh, you lose your loved one. You lose your baby. You lose somebody in your family member. Uh, and, and now Revelation, John said, and God shall wipe away all tears. Isaiah saw this. And, and, and Isaiah didn't say God will wipe away all tears. He put It's the same thing, but he put it this way. Uh, that God said, the sound of weeping and crying will be heard no more. Praise God. Verse 20 said, now I, I, I really love verse 20. Check this out. Talking about our health, our welfare, our children, our babies, you and I. Check this out. Uh, verse 20 says, no longer will babies die when they are only a few days old. You know, it, it, it's, it's a sad thing now to hear when babies die. You know, uh, years ago, I don't think it happened very much now like it used to. They used to have what they call what crib death. Uh, they tell how how don't lay the baby on his uh, back or something. I forgot how it goes. But back in the days, there used to be a lot of crib death. Babies died in the, in the baby bed. Well, and then babies get sick. Thank you. We have so many babies over there that are sick and ill. But check it out. Verse 20 saying, no longer will babies die when only a few days old. And, and then it goes on saying, not only will the baby die, because during millennium time, we're all going to live to get a right old age. We're going to live. The millennium is going to live, last a thousand years. So therefore, if we in it, then we will live a thousand years in the millennium. And of course, there, there will be people dying during the millennium time. That's something you will think about too. What during the millennium, will people die? Will some of the saints die during millennium time? Yes, yes, because see, during millennium time, that people are going to be farming. They're going to be having children. Uh, we're going to be on earth, or there's just going to be peace on earth. But death will not be taken out of the way. Death is the last enemy that's going to be destroyed. Remember, after the Lord gets through with Satan, the Antichrist, Mark will be 666 and all that stuff, death will be the last, enemy, the last enemy that will be destroyed. So during millennium time, people will be born, children will be born, people will be born, babies will be born, uh, but they won't die at an early age. They're going to live a long time. Okay? And I'm going to show you something. Check this out. No more will babies die when only a few days old. Thank God. No longer will adults die because they have lived a full life. So what he's saying that baby will not die at a young age, and adults will not die when they have lived a full age. So a full age for an adult, we will say a person lived 60, 70, 80 years, or they say he lived a full life. He lived a full life. Well, during millennium time, you will, you will not die. 50, 60, 70, 80, 90 years. You will not die at ages like that. And if, if, if you die at an age like that, I'm going to show you something going to be said. You, you must have did something wrong. You must have sinned. You must have done, check this out. 
No longer will people die. No longer will people be considered old at 100. You see that? No longer will adults die because they have lived a poor life. And, excuse me. And no longer will people uh, be considered old at 100. So in during millennium time, you were 100 years old. That's not considered old. 100 years old now, you live a long time. Every now and then we hear talk of people live, or a man lives 95, lives 100, 102, 103. I heard one time they had the uh, world oldest man, 109. Very, very rare. Uh, 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 his blood is just good. I mean, longevity is just in, his, in, his, in the bloodline. And sometimes people are blessed to live a long time. And so here, he said, no longer will a duck die when he said, when they was there, say he lived at a, a full age, which is 80, 70, 70, 80, 90. That's a full age, Ooh, really full life. Well, my Bible said not full age. He said, my Bible said full life. And then he said, no longer will people be considered old at 100. Praise God. 100 years old and you just a baby. Oh, my. Now, check this out. Only the cursed will die that young. If anybody die less than 100 years old, that person will be considered a curse. That person is an unbeliever, don't love Jesus, don't know the Lord. That person will be considered a curse. That's what my Bible says. Only the cursed will die that young. All of the believers will live 100 years and beyond. This is millennium time, y'all, on earth. I'm going on reading a little bit more. So, uh, so much bad news. I want to look at this good news here, how the Lord's going to bless us to live a good, long life during millennium time uh, when Jesus returns. Verse 21, I'm at. In those days, people will live in, in the houses they built and eat the fruit of their own uh, vineyard. Unlike the past, unlike the past, I'm sorry, uh, people will eat the fruit of their own vineyard. People will live in the houses that they built. So what it's saying right now, people build houses, but they don't get a chance to live in. People have vineyards and gardens, they don't get a chance to eat out of it. But during the millennium, everything that you built, you get a chance to enjoy. So the Lord said there's going to be there's going to be peace on earth during millennium time. You're going to really in, you get the chance to enjoy the fruit of our labor. You won't work hard and lay up. And, and leave it to somebody else. You work hard, and you're going to be able to enjoy what you work hard for during millennium time. Okay, in those days, people would live in the houses they built and eat the fruit of their own vineyard. Verse number 22. Unlike the past, in, invaders would not take their houses. See, in the past, people lose their home through repossession, repo, uh, get kicked out, thrown out, all the kind of stuff. That's what he's saying here in verse 22. Unlike the past, invaders will, will not take their houses and confiscate their vineyard. For my people will live, check this out. From, they, you won't have people confiscate things from You know, confiscate, that's a uh, repossess. People repossess your car, repossess your furniture. That's, that's not going to happen in the days of the millennium. Everything God bless you to have, you're going to enjoy it. So it's not going to be like that, confiscating your vineyard, confiscating your thing, taking your thing. So he, God said right here in verse 22, last part, for my people will live as long as trees 
oh my goodness, and my chosen ones will have time to enjoy their hard-won game. So the latter part of verse 22 said, my people will live long as a tree. Now, how long does a tree live? We got trees in this city, trees all over the world, that it says, man, that tree, that tree right there, hundreds of years old. And when they cut down a tree, they have a way of, uh, uh, when I was in the country, I used to see my daddy uh, cut down trees. And uh, when they cut the tree down, you could look inside of the tree and you see the rings going around the tree, little round circles. In some kind of way, they could count those circles and look at the circles and tell the age of the tree. I don't know how to do it, but they would look at it and they could tell how old the tree was by the rings that the tree had on the inside of it when you cut it down. So a tree lives, you and I know there are some trees live hundreds and hundreds of years old, uh, get to be that long, hundreds and hundreds of years old. So the Lord said in the latter part of verse 22, he said, my people will live as long as a tree. Isn't that something? Think about all this stuff now. Go to gas station, get shot down, go to grocery store, get hurt, go to work, get hurt, don't come back home, drive down the street, have an accident, don't come back home. Uh, your life just cuts short, so short. Gone, uh, uh, gone too soon. And uh, here the Lord is telling us during millennium time, my people going to live as long as a tree. Oh, my God. Praise the Lord. I thank you. And my, and my chosen ones will have time to enjoy their hard-won game. Verse 23. I'm almost done at the bottom of this. Verse 23 says, they will not work in vain. And their children will not be doomed to misfortune. So this is the blessing that God says going to happen to the people of God during millennium time. They will not work in vain. All the work you've done is going to be, they're going to be a reward. And your children will not be doomed to misfortune. So many of our children are dying at early ages. Dying. I was telling my uh, 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 my grandbaby uh, a little while ago. She's home from school for the summer. I said, I worry about you all the time. When you're gone, I worry about you. I pray, Lord, let her come back. Don't let nothing happen. I uh, pray for all my children, all of you. When we go out in the street and we all got to go out and do our business, I pray, God, let us go out and do what we got to do. Come back. You you can be minding your own business. Somebody else uh, m messing with you. So uh, I pray God's protection be upon all of us as we do what we have to do in this world. And so the Lord said, my people, your millennium time, they, all the work that they do won't be in vain. There'll be a reward. And your children will not be doomed to misfortune. Like I saw the lady on the news this evening just crying for son. See, she was saying, he didn't bother nobody. He was a nice boy. Back, he was getting ready to go to church. Then they're putting gas in the car, getting ready to go to church. Good boy. Doom. Doom. Very misfortune. Oh, so misfortune. He gone. Gone too soon. And the Lord said, my people, my children, going to be so blessed during millennium time. They will not be doomed. And they will not be experiencing misfortune. For they are blessed. They are the people blessed by the Lord. And their children, too, will be blessed. That's what verse 23 says. My children, your children, they shall be blessed. They are the blessed people of the Lord. The Lord has blessed them. All right, verse 24 says, I will answer them before they even call me. 
oh my goodness. Isn't that something? Before during millennium time, if you need anything, if you people we're gonna be praying during millennium time now and worshiping God. So during millennium time, if you have a need, if you get on your knees and say, Lord, I, I really need you to uh work something out for me. Before you can get on your knee and say, God said, bam, it's already it's already at the door. That's something to look forward to, y'all. If all you do, all you do is just think about the blessing and the blessing show up. That is something, praise God, to look forward to. I think about so many things, and they hadn't come to fruition yet. I'm still waiting on them. And uh, I know they're going to show up after a while. But during the millennium time, the Lord said, uh, uh, before you pray to me, I'm going to answer the prayer. Oh, my God. God is so good. So he said, I will answer them before they even call me. While they are still talking about their needs, I will go ahead and answer their prayer. That's millennium time right there, y'all. While you're talking about it, God says, the blessing coming up to you. Isn't that something God, that's something God for right there? I thank God for that. I'm almost done. Last verse. God said, I will go ahead and answer their prayer. While they're thinking about it, and why are they talking about it? Verse 24. The verse 25 is the last verse here of chapter 25. Letting us know about the good things that's going on during millennium time. And I don't know about you all. I'm looking forward to making it to that city. I got to get there, y'all. I, I hope you all make it. I hope I see y'all there. But man, we owe you owe it to yourself. Don't let nobody prevent you from making it. You got to look forward to this because it's awesome. I mean, it's, 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 it's nothing like it. Eyes haven't seen, ears haven't heard, neither have it entered into the hearts of men, the thing that God has in prayer for them that love it. There's, there's some good things in store for you. And I don't about you. I don't know. I won't mind. Ooh, I work so hard down here. I've gone through so much rejection and, uh, uh, and just denial and uh, deceit. And, uh, I've experienced so much in my little lifetime. I'm looking forward to uh, some better days than what I've experienced. Oh, now, God being good. Don't get me wrong. God being good to the old boy, and he is good. But I'm looking forward to some better days, y'all. We sang the song, Better Days Ahead. I'm looking forward to it. That's all. I'm just I'm just looking for those better days, better than what I've experienced. Now, uh, the last verse it says, verse 25, it said, the wolf and the lion will feed together. And it's mind-blowing right there. The wolf and the lamb, lamb, will feed together. Now, you know the wolf in our day and time right now, this is this this can't be. The wolf right now eats the lamb. The little lamb be running for his dear life. Now, with us now, the wolf eats the lamb. But during millennium time, the Lord said, the wolf and the lamb they will be together. The wolf and the lamb will feed together. So this got to be, God will take all the vengeance uh, away, all the anger away, all the wrath, all the all the uh, whatever, the, the viciousness that's in a beast. Y'all seen bad dogs, y'all seen bad everything. But all, even bad people. But all the viciousness, viciousness, mm, wow, I can't even say it. All the viciousness that's in a person, that's in a thing, that's in an animal, 
during millennium time, it won't be there. You can pet the lamb. You can pet a lion. You can lay down beside a lion. Or you can walk with a bear. Because all the viciousness will be gone during millennium time. Those animals will, will no longer be vicious. Oh, praise God. I look forward to see that when I can walk beside a wolf. I can walk beside a lion. Notice what he said. The wolf and the lamb will feed together. The lion will eat hay like a cow. That's something to think about. The lion will eat hay like a cow. <clears throat> That's something. Excuse me. The lion is no longer vicious. Uh, then it goes on to say, but the snake will eat dust. Now, that old serpent that God cursed in the Garden of Eden, for some reason or another, although Satan was inside of the serpent, the Lord never spoke well of snakes and serpents because it was through those entities that Satan came and deceived mankind. Satan got into the serpent and made Adam eat and made Eve eat the fruit, and Eve uh, gave Adam and he ate the fruit. So the Satan uh, transformed himself into the serpent and used the serpent to deceive Adam and Eve. And nowhere in the Bible God speak well of serpents of snakes anymore since that day. And so right here it said, but the snakes shall eat dust. That ain't good. They shall eat dust. Now, one man explained to me like this. I'm gonna, I'm gonna put it out there like this. I, I can't say, uh, 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 I can't say he's right, and I can't say he's wrong. I'm just gonna say I don't know. But he told me that at once upon a time, the serpent that betrayed Adam and Eve, that caused them to eat the forbidden fruit, once upon a time, he, he walked up like a man. But after the this, this deception of man, God cursed the serpent and said, Upon thy belly shall I go the rest of your days, and all the days of your life shall you eat dust. And so when God cursed him, put him on his belly, and he's going to eat dust and eat the trail dust the rest of his day. So he, the man told me, my teacher said, the devil, the serpent, didn't always go upon his belly. At one time, he walked up like a man. Well, I don't know. I don't have no Bible for that. He don't either, but he just read it when God cursed him and said, now you're going to be on your belly and eat dust the rest of your life. So he wasn't eating dust before. So if he wasn't eating dust before, he, would, he must have been standing up like a man or, or on his tail or something. I don't know. I ain't going to, don't hold me to none of that. But but he didn't eat dust. But now he's on his belly and he's eating dust. So uh, I don't know how he was traveling, but he wasn't eating dust. But God said, here, but the serpent will eat dust. That old snake, for the rest of his life, he's going to eat dust. He's cursed. He's the cursed serpent. In those days, no one will be hurt or destroyed on my holy mountain. I, the Lord, have spoken it. That's uh, Isaiah chapter 65, beginning at verse 11. I started verse 1, but Isaiah was explaining to us a little bit what the millennium will be like. And that's awesome. Uh, I mean, a hundred years old, and you consider a baby. Oh my goodness! And if you die younger than a hundred, uh, you you must have been you must have been doing something wrong. You wasn't with the Lord, or or you're an unbeliever. 
so no longer would people be considered old at 100. Only the cursed, check this out, verse 20, only the cursed will die that young. So if you die younger than 100, you will curse. And so God ain't in the business of cursing his, his beloved people, but the wicked, the unbeliever, they are cursed. So the only somebody that's going to be dying early is the cursed folks, the devil people, the unsaved, the ungenerated, the unborn again. They're going to be dying uh, at an early age, under 30, under 100, I mean. If you die before 100, you you you, you cursed. If you, you, you notice that somebody, well, I look down there, and old Joe, he died. How old was it? Oh, he was 49. He was cursed. He must have been an unbeliever because ain't no unbeliever going to be dying at age 49. You're going to be a hundred and something, something, something during the millennium time because God going to bless us to live just that long during millennium time. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be a great day. So God bless you. That's what I had. That's all I got for you today. So something good, some, so much going on bad. I just needed something good. I got something to look forward to. Uh, when I when I make it to that city, oh yeah, we're gonna have a time. So God bless you. I hope everything uh continues. God continues to bless you. That's our midweek fueling. Uh we're gonna go to God in a word of prayer that God will continue to bless us. God will continue to uh bless each and every one of you. Pastor Johnson personally thanks everyone for joining us for our midweek prayer and refuel service. We are located at 3002 Chelsea Avenue in Memphis, Tennessee. Services start at 11 a.m. and we would love to have you as our guest this Sunday. You'll be glad you did.